NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver is a two-night event this year, and we're going to make our predictions that we are guaranteeing will be right here on the Squared Circle Psycho Bible. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, two nights, ten matches, and we're going to start with night one. The opening match is a match that I said if it wasn't going to be on the show, they missed a big opportunity. Pete Dunne versus Kushida. The two saying they are the best technical wrestlers on the planet. Two great cruiserweights. I think this is going to be a great match if it opens up the show. A great way to open up NXT TakeOver San and Deliver. Definitely. Uh, two guys that have really put in a, a good amount of work and two of the guys that are more technically sound, especially Kushida. If you go back and look at some of his stuff from uh, New Japan, very good very good uh, pro wrestler. And the same mm-hmm. can be said for Pete Dunne. Yeah. I agree. And this one's going to be a fun one. I think both of them, their styles are going to complement each other, but I don't know who's going to win this one. This, this one, not much built to it. They've only built it for a couple weeks, but either one can really benefit from a win here. I don't know who benefits more though for winning. I don't know if either one really comes away with this with, with brag, I guess Kushida probably because I don't know if Kushida's really had that defining win. And I guess right. Pete Dunn has been in NXT for a while now. Mm-hmm. So a win over Pete Dunn would be, would be pretty big for him. I think that Pete Dunn's going to take this though, just because I think there's more upside to him. They've been trying to build him up a little bit more, even almost kind of had his, a little bit of a, a stable makeshift stable to since right. he hasn't been around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Pete Dunn in this match. See, this is why we guarantee they're going to be right. Our predictions, because one person's going to predict one side and the other person's going to predict the yeah. other side. Cause I actually have Kushida winning. I think Kushida definitely needs the win here. Pete Dunn. I know he's trying to consider himself the best technical wrestler in the world, but so is Kushida. I think, like you said, Kushida hasn't had that defining win. And I mean, he could have had it by beating Johnny Gargano for the North American title. That didn't happen. So I think they give him that win here at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So I'm giving the win to Kushida. Now, the next match that we have is for the vacated NXT tag team titles. As we know, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan are no longer the tag team champions because Burch got injured, had to vacate those titles. So we have... The Dusty Road Classic winners, MSK, going up against the Grizzle Young Veterans and Legato Del Fantasma, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. This one is going to be a fun match. Really, any one of these teams could win. Obviously, you have two heels, one baby face. Do the heels win through nefarious means, or do MSK prevail? Yeah, this is a tough one to predict. I think I'm going to go with MSK in this match just because they're they're fresh, they're young, they're they're new ish in comparison to the other tag teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they have been a team that was really kind of pushed strongly, obviously before the, the injury. So I think I'm going to take MSK in this one. Once again, we have conflicting predictions here, Ralph. You're taking the grizzled young veterans. I am because soon they'll be recognized as NXT's number one. I mean, they need, they need a really good heel tag team to take those titles and just use the promos to really build something. And I think the Grizzly Young Veterans would be great with those tag team titles and have a good run. They don't need them for a long time. Even from this takeover to the next takeover could be just good enough and have a couple defenses on television. And then MSK could chase their way. Maybe when, you know, maybe we'll have more fans available at 
whether it's the Capitol Wrestling Center or they go to an arena, wherever mm-hmm. the case may be. But I think MSK can have more time chasing and get people behind them. I think it might be too soon for MSK to win here. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You know, what I think a lot of times with WWE, maybe not so much NXT, but WWE as a whole, you get the, well, this team looks like they're ready and the fans are behind them, but we're not ready to give that to you just yet. And I think this needs to be the instance where you have a good young tag team that works a much different style than I think a lot of other people or tag teams are working in uh, NXT. So, you know what? Take the risk. What's it going to hurt? I mean, they're, they're, they were the hot tag team before the unfortunate injury kind of slowed that momentum down. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's why I'm going to go with MSK. Let's not overthink it. Let's not overcomplicate it and say, okay, well, three months down the road, we're going to build them back up and they can take the titles off. The grizzled young veterans, That that to me, that would be kind of status quo WWE type booking. I, I'm going to say that they take the take the risk and go with MSK here. All right. Well, the next match that we have, Ralph, there's six guys in it. It's the Gauntlet Eliminator. We know the six. We know the order that they're going to be in. It's going to start with Leon Ruff and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Then you have Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. Obviously, any one of these six could win. The winner goes on to face Johnny Gargano at night two of the for the North American Championship. The story's been there with Dexter Loomis, but L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes, they've been getting some kind of a little bit of push. Bronson Reed was getting a big push over the summer last year. I think Ruff and Swerve, I think, are the easy ones that won't win because they'll tell their story throughout past NXT TakeOver. So who do you think of the final four, or unless you think Swerve Scott or or Ruff are going to win, who do you think wins this? I I think the natural reaction is Loomis, uh, just because the storyline is there. And and if it's going to be on two separate nights, you got to think that Loomis is going to win this. I want I want to say LA Knight because I want to see LA Knight have success in NXT. But I think I'm going to go with Dexter Loomis and not try to overthink it. So but Loomis and Gargano. Here's the two. thing. Here's the thing. You have the story with Bronson Reed and LA Knight. Bronson Reed would still have to go through Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis and whoever wins between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff. So do they give Bronson Reed the push? in this by beating either Scott or Ruff, then taking care of Grimes easily. Loomis and Reed have a really good match, but perhaps Johnny Gargano or Austin Theory get involved to get Loomis eliminated. And then you have Mm -hmm. Reed versus LA Knight. It's all possible. I just, you, you're talking about three months of storytelling here, building to this, this point where Loomis and Gargano are going to have this face off. I just don't know if they're ready to push all of that aside. Yeah. You can have some screwy type finish, but I think that what they've been working towards is Loomis on Loomis and Gargano. I mm-hmm. think the LA Knight, even if he doesn't win and move on to challenge for the title, um, he can still find success. I, I just wish that they would try to push him a little more strongly from the get go. Cause right now he's one and one, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna I'm still gonna go with Loomis here. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the one where we get them both correct or both equal. I am going with Dexter Loomis too. I think the story's right there. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow find a way to have Loomis lose, whether that's Gargano interfering because he wants to avoid Dexter Loomis, uh, or somehow Bronson Reed just beats him cleanly, however the case may be. You get Bronson Reed and LA Knight. And the winner of those 
faces Gargano the next night. You have LA Knight beating Bronson Reed to get his win back, 50-50 booking, WWE. So I wouldn't be surprised if LA Knight wins, but I'm going with Dexter Loomis as well. So uh, the next match, one of two championship matches for NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver Night 1 for the NXT UK Championship, Walter against Tommaso Champ. I think a lot of people think this could potentially be not only the match of TakeOver, but the match of WrestleMania weekend. Definitely a match I'm looking forward to, especially considering Champa has not really been booked all that strong since he came back from his his injury. Not to, you know, that, that was a while ago, and it hasn't really been like they've booked him strong coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been kind of on TV, off TV, in tag teams, out of tag teams. There hasn't really been that that moment where he's been the guy that we were used to seeing where he he was at just kind of performing at another level when he was feuding with Johnny Gargano, really right. a defining moment, a defining feud for NXT that happened a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think that this will be a good step in the right direction. I, this is a match I'm really looking forward to. I don't see Champa taking the title off of Walter just because it's been a historic run. I think that we're going to see a lot of selling and some good comebacks from Champa, but ultimately Walter is going to be the guy that walks out standing tall. I predict there's going to be a lot of chops. Yes. Some of them might measure on the Richter scale. I think people in the UK will hear them as if they were right there happening in the UK. I also think Champa is going to look very good in this match, whether from a selling point or the comeback spots. I think they're going to have such a great balance and, Walter works so good with smaller guys. We've seen him with Ilya Dragunov, mm-hmm. A-Kid. Um, and I think this match here is just going to be another example of that. I do think Walter's going to drop the NXT UK title. Wow. Okay. Some point this week. Because people who don't follow NXT UK may not know that he has another NXT UK championship match the next day. Against Rampage Brown. Yep. So they already tipped their hand in saying that Walter's winning this match. Because how are they going to have Tommaso Ciampa win and then Walter defends the title at NXT UK Prelude the next day? There's definitely some lack of continuity if that happens. Right. But I do think Rampage Brown has taken the title off of Walter the next day at NXT UK Prelude. So with that said, I'm going with a retention by Walter, but he does not leave WrestleMania weekend with that title. All right. So the main event of night one is going to be Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT women's championship. We saw on NXT this week that Io Shirai refused to stay down despite all the attacks from Raquel Gonzalez. She put her through a wall. She put her through the plexiglass or banged her against the plexiglass. Io Shirai kept coming and coming and coming. Ralph, I know you weren't a big fan of the whole thing at the end with the pull-apart brawl. I liked it. I think this was a great way to build up the match. But did Io Shirai bite more than she could chew? Are we getting a title change here for the NXT Women's Championship? I think we are. I think Raquel Gonzalez has been booked really strong, made to be look like a a monster type figure. Um, I think that they are going to try to build her up to essentially take the role that Rhea Ripley kind of relinquished since going to the main roster. Io Shirai is always going to be Io. She's always going to be good. But the thing is this with, with somebody like Raquel Mm -hmm. really only get the opportunity to build that person up one time 
to the audience, right? right. So they, they, if you look, if you compare it to like with Walter, Walter was booked very strong, obviously having his title reign 500 plus days or whatever it is. So he, they're, they're taking advantage of his size and the uni- uniqueness of him. Mm-hmm. Um, with the big show back in the day, they debuted big show and he was never really booked strong and it's very hard, or at least it was very hard to take him seriously. Um, I don't think that they're going to do that here. I think that Raquel Gonzalez is going to take the title off Io Shirai and they'll continue to book her strong for a while. Yeah, I agree. I like Raquel Gonzalez has been one of my favorite women's wrestlers in NXT. I really love how they book her. I think her matches, she looks really, really good. She's improved so much in the past, let's say six to eight months since she's, you know, team with uh, Dakota Kai and shown her on TV. She actually pinned Io Shirai at war games when they won the women's war games match, I think it's an, I think it's inevitable at this point. Io Shirai has had a really good run with the NXT women's title. I don't know if this means her dropping means she's going to go to the main roster, but I don't know what else is left for her in NXT. If this might be her swan song before she heads to the main roster, but what a run. If this is the end for Io Shirai as the women's champion. Yeah, for sure. Io Shirai is somebody who I said, you know, very, very underrated in my opinion, just because a lot, she probably doesn't get the attention she deserves only because she's in NXT and not as many people pay attention to it, but she is, she is very talented and I have no doubt whether she stays in NXT or goes to the main roster, um, she'll continue to perform. Yeah, I agree. She's going to be a great, wherever she lands after WrestleMania, she's just going to be a great part of that women's division, whether that's Ross Macdon or stays in NXT. But we, before we head to night two, Ralph, I want to let everybody know that we are now an official affiliate of fight TV. Part of WrestleMania weekend this year is game changer. Wrestling's the collective 12 shows from all the great independent wrestling shows, including blood sports, six Joey Janela's spring break five. You also have Effie's big gay brunch, alley cats, real hot girl shit. As far as many other shows, you also could subscribe to NWA power, subscribe to AEW plus for our international fans and also fight impact plus is there too. So whatever kind of wrestling fan you are, whether you're part of WWE universe or not, want to be part of independent wrestling or not, or AEW NWA or impact wrestling, Fight TV has got something for you. And we have affiliate links in our description. Check those out. Not only are you supporting independent wrestling and your favorite promotions, but because it's an affiliate link, you help us out to support this channel so that we can give you more content here on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. But Ralph, let's head tonight to starting off with women's tag team championship action. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart against the ways Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, the titles have just got here. We already had one title change in less than an hour. Can you really see two title changes in less than a month? No, I can't, which is why I'm going to take Ember Moon and Shotzi Hart. Um, yeah, Shotzi Hartwell. <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. that's. I'm, I'm going to take them in a retention here. Yeah, I agree. I, I love Shotzi Blackheart. Outside of Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi Blackheart's one of my favorite women's wrestlers in NXT right now. I love the character. I think her and Ember Moon have... Uh, great chemistry together. I think Ember Moon can help Shotzi improve in the ring. There's been a lot of times where Shotzi has had some botches, I think, just because she needs to slow down a bit where Ember could help her out with that. The stuff with the way, I mean, it. they've been teasing a title change and the whole way thing, and it's gotten better with the faction as far as character development, but I, I think this ends the feud. Shotzi and Ember 
win, retain, and they can move on and build some new tag teams to help that division with these new titles. But keeping it with the way, Ralph, Johnny Gargano has to defend the North America Championship against the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator on the previous night. We both have Dexter Loomis winning that. However, whoever wins, does it matter? Does Johnny Gargano retain regardless of who he's facing? I do not think so. I think Dexter Loomis is going to take the title here. I'm sure we're going to see Austin Theory involved in this match in one way or another, whether it's, you know, he comes out to help Johnny, but he is just uh, overcome with the the aura and presence of Loomis and ends up Mm -hmm. helping him inadvertently or or advertly, whichever way they decide to go. Right. They've been building up to this point where obviously there's an infatuation with Dexter Loomis and his presence. So I'm going to go with Loomis here. Yeah, I agree. I, I like I love Dexter Loomis. I love the character Dexter Loomis. I don't know if his character really needs a championship. So right. perhaps they do something with Austin Theory where he not gets out of this funk with him and getting hypnotized by Dexter Loomis's aura or whatever the case may be. So Gargano could retain, but I agree with you. I definitely think this is the end of Gargano's reign as North American champion. And we get a new champion in Dexter Loomis. Hopefully they book him in a way where he has a good title run. Like sometimes characters don't need a championship like the undertaker or Bray Wyatt and the fiend. Mm -hmm. Their character isn't really about titles. I think Dexter Loomis is in that category, but we'll see. They have to, they won't know unless they put a title on him and this is a good way to start. So Another championship match that is happening at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. It's a unification match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Jordan Devlin against Santos Escobar in a ladder match. Hinted by Shawn Michaels, suggested by Shawn Michaels. This is the way we're getting it. I don't think we're getting Michaels and Razor, WrestleMania 10, but this is going to be a damn good match. It's going to be a damn good match. It's going to be much faster paced and probably a little less psychology than HBK and Razor. But you know what? That's fine. I think that these two guys are going to go out there and have a really good competitive match. We're going to see some crazy spots. Um, And yeah, I mean, two of the top tier guys, as far as I guess you can call it the lighter weight division, cruiser weight division, Mm -hmm. whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this match. I think that Escobar has done a really good job. Um, over the course of the past couple of years, to be quite honest. And I think that Escobar is going to come out of this on top. I agree. I, I love Santos Escobar. He's done a really good job with a cruiserweight title. I think a lot of people think that Jordan Devlin is going to win this. I think he might be the favorite, but Santos Escobar really has done a really good job in Devlin's absence. And while both would do a good job with this cruiserweight title, whoever wins, I'm going with Santos Escobar. So the only non-title match on NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver is the co-main event, the unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. We got that awesome movie trailer, which was produced by Jeremy Borash, and it shows awesome trailer for this match. Makes you think it's the actual main event, Mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but this is going to be a hell of a beating for both these guys and it's going to be fun and Cole uh, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross are going to have a lot of lot of competition to try to follow up with this one 
So I think Roderick Strong's getting involved in this match. I think that yep. they're laying that on fairly thick. It's just who is he going to choose to help? I think that Kyle O'Reilly has had a really good, impressive run to this point to 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 really kind of catapult himself to the top tier guys within NXT. Um, can he use a win over Adam Cole? Yeah, of course he can. But do we realistically see him as see, seeing him as somebody who can carry that championship? Because if he if he beats Adam Cole. Really, there's only so much more he can do from there, and that 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 would essentially mean a, a rematch with Finn Balor if Finn Balor retains or Karrion Cross. There's only so many different ways you can go, but it's it's up from there. I don't know if Kyle O'Reilly is ready for something like that, and not based on his his in ring skills because certainly he can he can deliver, no pun intended. But character wise, uh, he it's obvious when he's there with Adam Cole and they're cutting promos back and forth, he's good but he's not at that level. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think it kind of depends on where Adam Cole goes as well from here. Like, do they call him up to the main roster? Does he stay in NXT? Does he have a title run? Uh, is he going to challenge for the championship? All those things I think can influence this. Uh, I, I don't see Adam Cole losing here though. I just don't see it happening. I think that his presence in NXT is too important for him to lose to somebody like Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly can use the win, but um, Adam Cole is just—he's Adam Cole. He's in—he's in a level in a, all by himself, in my my opinion. Yeah, unlike night one, Ralph, we are actually agreeing on a lot of night two. I'm pretty sure we agree on everything so far, and I think that trend continues. I think with unsanctioned matches, I think this has the potential to be that next Gargano Champa feud that NXT's really been missing, mm -hmm. and. This is going to be the start of it, just like uh, Gargano and Champa did. And was it the street fight? Was that the first match in Chicago? In Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. Uh, in Chicago. Yes. Yes, that was the first one. So this could definitely be their first, and it leads to other matches. And hopefully everyone stays healthy where they could have the culmination possibly at next year's takeover during WrestleMania weekend, possibly for a championship, the NXT championship. Uh, and... Obviously, Champa won as the heel in that first match. Adam Cole, I think, wins as a heel in this matchup for this feud. Uh, Roderick Strong, I do think, ha gets involved. Does he play like the Candice LeRae role where she's involved but doesn't like actually get involved? Like she's in the story, but does she get in? I don't think he gets physically involved, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So. Main event, Ralph, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Balor's had a good run with this title. He's had a great character change since coming back to NXT. But Karrion Cross was the champion, had to vacate it the next week, uh, next day or next Wednesday after In Your House when he, uh, he lost to Keith Lee. Or excuse me, not the following takeover, whatever one that was. I'm drawing a blank on what it was. But he beat Keith Lee. Does Karrion Cross get what he never lost back? I think so. I think Karrion Cross is going to walk out the champion. I think that, you know, Finn Balor has done a really good job here taking this, this role pretty much because Karrion Cross got hurt. I knew it would lead to this eventually, um, but I can't see Karrion Cross taking a loss here just because he's been booked so strong. And he's really one of the more dominant guys on the roster. So I'm going mm -hmm. with Karrion Cross here. What if we get the demon? Does that change your prediction? Possibly, but 
once he loses, so Finn Balor is a smaller guy, and I think that works to his advantage because if he loses, it doesn't necessarily hurt the mystique surrounding him because he's a smaller guy trying to beat guys that are much larger than him. Mm-hmm. If you have a guy like Karrion Cross go out there and lose to a smaller guy, I think he takes a certain a certain he'll, he'll lose a certain bit of credibility in the eyes of, of viewers. So I don't see it happening either but, way. I don't see it lo- happening. But if Karrion Cross goes to the main roster, let's say he loses and then he's built or he's going to Raw or SmackDown. Obviously, he's not going to bring the NXT championship with him. Right. So it's possible Balor wins to retain. Karrion Cross loses. The best way to go to leave a promotion is with your shoulders on the mat, or at least that's what they say in tradition. So Karrion Cross could be losing and putting over the NXT champion Finn Balor, which would be a huge win for him and a huge win for his title reign. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I would like to see him be booked strong if he's going to go to the main roster. But a lot of times WWE likes to pretend that guys didn't necessarily participate anywhere else once they were brought up to the main roster. So I can't say that's beyond comprehension. Um, it's possible. I just don't see it happening. I think Karen Cross is going to win. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to th- try to play devil's advocate here, but it's hard to say that this will be the end of, or it'd be hard to say that Karen Cross wins the NXT championship here. I think he does win. He will be the new NXT champion. He's going to have a good run. I think he still needs some time in NXT to work on a couple things, mainly his promo. Um, yeah. I think they need to involve Scarlett a little bit more in the character and see how that works and giving him a good title run. Like I said, with the tag team championship with Grizzly Young Veterans, it doesn't need to be that long, three months to the next takeover before someone else takes that title from him, whether that's going to be Kyle O'Reilly or Adam Cole or Dexter Loomis or LA Knight, whoever it's going to be. They think that Cross is going to have some time in NXT. So with that said, he will win and beat Finn Balor. And the question now with Finn Balor is where does he go from here after losing the title? If he does. That's the thing. I mean, again, he's somebody that kind of was brought, I think was brought onto NXT to try and, sway viewers to watch NXT over AEW. Um, didn't necessarily work out. It could be time for him to go back to the main roster. So maybe that's him dropping the title, as you said, and kind of going with his 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 back pin to the mat and going back to the main roster, which wouldn't be a bad thing either. It wouldn't be, but we know the first time he went, it wasn't that good. Does he get stuck in the main roster in that little limbo? But Or does Vince see this character works so much better I can use more with this guy. Who knows? But at the end of the day, we have all the same predictions in night two. Night one, we had a couple of differences, but let us know what your predictions are for this two-night NXT takeover, stand and deliver. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. Subscribe, hit that bell for notifications, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble.